You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 149, Feng Shui 101, the Bagua part one. Welcome to episode 149 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at Mindful Design School. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com and be sure to sign up for our mailing list for special free workshops and other opportunities. So this week we wanted to make sure that we promote one of our new packages. We do every year this fun reset package and Laura, you want to tell them about it? Yeah, it's our 2022 reset package and it is to celebrate the year of the water tiger. We do this every, you know, around the holidays going into the new year. So we usually do it late November and then it takes us through to the lunar new year. So we go through the Western new year and the lunar new year. So we've created a package, you know, everything from how to declutter your space to prepare for the new year using the Bagua. And we walk you through that. Angina created a video for that. And that's what you could access right away. Plus there's like meditations. There's a whole bunch of great stuff that you get as soon as you enroll. But then you also get access to our live presentation and workshop where we're going to go over all of the animals and what's happening in 2022, as well as doing a personal chi clearing session, which is from the Black Sect tradition. So I know a lot of you were there last year. It's something that people do every year. It's a really great way to just put the last year behind you and start fresh for the new year. We love doing it and it's really fun and we get a great group every year. Yeah. And also our certification course is open for enrollment. So if you do want to dive deeper and possibly change careers, learn more about feng shui and become a feng shui practitioner and consultant, be sure to check out our certification program. And all of that is at mindfuldesignschool.com. So today we're talking about the Bagua and Laura, what is the Bagua and how and why do we use it? The Bagua is, well, it depends on who you ask, but it is a tool. It's a feng shui tool that feng shui practitioners use. It is quite old. It is ancient. It has changed over the centuries and it has moved into different forms it is based on the I Ching, which some of you might know is a divinational tool. It's a text that was written for over 4,000 years ago. So there's a connection between the way you sort of cycle through the states of being of, of how we all kind of work through the world and live through the world. It's a similar idea put into a grid, if you will. I mean, it was different shapes, but now we, we, we all kind of know it as this grid that you would use. And it has total nine areas, eight, what we call guas. And those guas, bagua actually translates as eight directions. Each of those areas is connected with many, many, many different things, 
but why we like to use it. And actually we still kind of use it as it is actually a divinational tool um, because when we apply it to a home or a space or many different things, we actually can gain information and we can gain clarity. We can see what's happening below the surface. We can find out, reveal patterns, reveal things that perhaps our clients might not know, or we might not know without using this tool. The areas, some people are probably, we're going to go through all of them, but some people might be familiar with things like, you know, wealth and, you know, career, all the things that we've kind of put it into us an essential one term. A lot of us know, like, you know, a catch-all, but just know that it's a very complex tool and has many layers, but most of us like to use it in some pretty precise ways, I'd say. I'm excited to go into more detail and focus through these three episodes that we're doing in a row. So this is episode 149, where we're going to go over, you know, overview on what is the Bagua like that Laura just did. And then overview on how to lay it. And then we're going to go through the next two episodes, episode 150 and 151. We're going to go through like this episode, we're going to go through three areas, next episode, three areas, next episode, three areas. So it'll be really informative, I think. So we're really excited to share this with you. So we're going to start with first, what is the overview on how you lay the Bagua in terms of the three door method, you know, it's a very complicated, very challenging endeavor sometimes. And this is what we get the most questions about. And we're going to be honest with you. You do have to be a skilled practitioner to lay the Bagua on complicated homes. So we, Laura and I have seen like so many different floor plans. And even now, Laura and I will check with each other or check with our teachers on complicated floor plans. So we don't recommend that you try to lay this on your home. If you don't have anything but a pretty rectangular home, if you are curious about your complicated home, that's where it's really helpful to treat yourself and invest in hiring a functional professional to help you. And we have tons of consultants that we would highly recommend, but otherwise our other, our other suggestion is to start simple and to start with the bedroom. And we have so many podcasts on that, but Laura, you want to tell them about yeah, the bedroom? We're going to do this where we're all going to kind of visualize. Cause again, podcasts, you know, we want to make sure that this makes sense because we don't have visual aids to help you guys, but we have some resources too, which we'll include in the show notes as well. And on our site, but let's kind of do a little exercise where you can either physically do it right now, if you're able, or just visualize we're going to focus on the bedroom, as Angie mentioned, because most of our bedrooms, not all, but most of the bedrooms are fairly uniform in shape. They're either a rectangle or a square. Again, some people might have complicated floor plans or even bedroom plans. And in that case, you know, keep your eyes peeled when we do a floor plan boot camp. but, you know, try this exercise where you're going to stand in the doorway of your bedroom. Okay. And you're going to look in. So your back is to the outside of your door. You've opened the door to your bedroom and you're standing in the doorway and you're going to take a look at, you know, the whole kind of space. And you're going to visualize that this area is actually equally divided into nine, nine areas, nine squares. So remember I said that it was a grid. So you're going to almost imagine that there's this like overlaid grid that's stretched across your whole bedroom and it's sort of, you know, floating there and you can see through it. 
and you're going to find the different areas. And we're going to actually orient ourselves because once we start talking about each of the areas, I want you to orient yourselves as knowing that you, let's say you find the dead center of the back wall of your, of your bedroom. Okay. So you're standing, I want you to find the, so I want you to look at the back wall of your bedroom, the one you're facing and go find the center point of that wall. And that is the area called fame. Okay. And then that means that the area completely opposite on the same wall as the door is career. So now you've sort of oriented yourself. Okay. And remember that for when we go through and we start walking through the Bagua, because we're going to give you cues as we go through. Okay. So if that is too hard for you and you didn't really manage to do that, then do go to the show notes and see, there is a download that gives you some visuals as well. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately with podcasts, we do have to direct you to somewhere else to look at something, but we hope that's okay. (laughs) So Let's go through the different areas that we're going to review today. And before we we begin, we just wanted to remind you that we don't want, we're not sharing all the Bagua areas because we want you to adjust all the areas. We want you to actually focus on one, one area, maximum three areas that you would want to work on. So When you try to adjust everything, you really kind of water it down. And really, we want you to focus on what is the most important thing. What is the most important thing that you need to work on? And again, there is no problem with using your bedroom. So let's start with the first area. It's called the new beginnings area. It's also related to family. And let's see, it's where life begins and it's like springtime. So it can be related to new beginnings of any kind. It's like that fresh feeling when you just, when spring starts and you're coming out of the winter, it's also related to the colors green and blue and teal It is related to the energy of young wood. So it's kind of like a blade of grass pushing through the ground, sprouting the first sprouts that come through in the spring. So when Laura and I are working with our students, we recommend, because we do actually do a home consultation for all of our students. We ask them and we recommend they ask their clients, like, if you need to work on this area, You'll know because maybe you're not so good at starting projects because it's about starting things, right? Or maybe you're having some family disharmony. Like for instance, when I was planning my wedding, I worked on this area because naturally at this time, like when you're planning something like a family wedding, there's going to be some family disharmony because you're bringing a lot of family members together, right? And so that could be an example. Laura, what are, what do you think other examples of like the um, would be? To of when it's a good time to work on this area? 
Yeah, I think you brought up family, which is good. And I think this time of year right now, it's pretty timely. If a lot of people are having family, extended family over that they haven't seen in a long time, and we have to kind of get used to that idea of sharing our space with extended family. So that could be something that might feel like a challenge. So I think it's good for you as we go through each of these areas, it's good for you to sort of think about which one of these really resonates to you. Cause a lot of us might be able to find things in each of them that make sense. But for this one, it really is focused on, okay, I'm, I'm having difficulty kickstarting something, doing something, or I feel really stuck. And I want to begin new. I want to start fresh. Actually, another question I would, or another thing that I would talk to is, you know, maybe you've ended something. Maybe you're in a transition state and you've ended something after a really long time and it feels quite done and settled, but you're ready to begin something new. This is the the area for that as well. And one easy way to activate this area is to bring a new green houseplant to invite in more growth and more healing in this aspect of your life. So don't take a plant from some other part of your home, bring in a new some new energy. All right. Should we, let's move on to the next area. Yeah. Move on to the next one. Do you want me to start this one? Yeah, please. Sure. Uh, So the next area is abundance, wealth, money. These are the sort of ideas and symbols attached to the, this gua, this area. It is again, related to all things that are really around abundance and prosperity and self-worth. It's represented by the color purple. And again, it's about wood, but this time it's yin wood. So as the last gua, so the new beginnings was remember starting something new. It had that, it's like grass kind of sprouting up through the soil in springtime. This energy is really about trying to cultivate and grow that tree, that big tree that's going to, you know, that's going to withstand the storm. That's going to be flexible. It's going to be able to grow deep, deep roots, become really grounded and not a lot of fast, quick movement, because again, we're thinking of this around abundance and prosperity, and we want to have stability in that, right? Flexibility. We want to see it grow slowly, but surely. So, you know, there is the idea of cultivating this area in the idea of not only building wealth, which of course, you know, we all would like to do in more abundance, but really starting to explore what that means from a sense of, you know, am I worth that? What am I worth? Am I underemployed? You know, the kind of questions that you might want to even ask a client or we talk to our students and it's funny, you know, obviously, well, I have to say wealth is probably the number one thing that comes up with clients or with students when we're, when I'm working with them. But I feel that sometimes people just mindlessly add that on the list of things they want to work on just because everyone feels that that is what they could use more of. But really when you unpack it, that might not actually be the way that we have, you have to reframe it and dig a little bit deeper. So, you know, areas around money and how they feel about money and self-worth issues, or even their mindset, right. About money is another one as well. And I always try and pivot this into asking questions around gratitude and whether or not you have, you know, you can be prosperous and be grateful for the things that you have in your life because it doesn't always have to be monetary. Yes. And you can activate this area of your bedroom with a few different things, but today we'll just offer one suggestion. You can use amethyst crystal 
And in this case, the amethyst is the color of the gua, which is purple. And it's also a, a crystal that's related to the feelings of abundance and nobility and elegance and inviting in more prosperity. And I would pay attention to the size of the crystal. So you should get something that's a little bit of a stretch for you, I think to afford and avoid just getting like the tiny little pebbles that are like the size of, um, what would it like, a, you remember fruity pebbles or <laughs> I was thinking fruity pebbles, but like not something like the size of a rice crispy treat, but or a rice crispy or like a grain of rice or something, but something more substantial and treat yourself to that. Yeah. Uh, and if you, yeah. especially if you love crystals, if you don't love crystals and you don't want to invest in a giant chunk of amethyst, then <laughs> you can, you can, you know, use the color purple and be really creative about it as well. But if I, I don't take much convincing. So I a hundred percent would go and buy that giant chunk of, of amethyst. And then the third area that we'll speak to today is called the health area or Tai Chi. And it's actually not considered, it's not exactly an area. It's a center and it's the center of the Bagua and it's related to earthy colors like yellow, orange, and brown. You can think of the rich soil of the earth or even sand. And it is going to be the center of your bedroom area. And it is related to your health and well-being, mostly because it's in the center. So it's affected by everything around it. And it's an important area to activate. And if you aren't sure what area to activate, this is where we would suggest you go to. And some questions you can ask yourself if you want to see if you want to activate this area is how is my overall health? Or am I feeling centered in my life right now? Or what is happening? Like just even looking at what is happening in the center of your bedroom or the, this one's a little bit easier to figure out in your home. What, what's happening in the center of your home physically, emotionally, spiritually, energetically in the physical and in the invisible realm? What, what, what comes up for you? And if there is challenges, you can work on this area. Laura, what do you think? Yeah. I always see this area as a really great one to work up. a lot of another thing that comes up with clients and with students is just general harmony. You know, I want to feel more at peace and, and harmonious. And it's kind of a way just to sort of say, obviously to say that you're feeling a little bit out of control. You're not feeling grounded. You're not feeling, you know, secure, let's say, or you're, you're not feeling centered. So I would often say that this is an area, you know, work on the center of your home or the center of your bedroom because it is the gua or sorry, it is the area. It's not a gua because it's not a direction. It is the, um, the area of your home or office or bedroom that connects with all of the other areas. So remember, I'm going to orient you again. Remember you're standing in the middle of your home and right above you and below you is the fame and career. So you're in between those two areas when you established that at the beginning. So you're in that center area 
and it connects to all of the other areas. It connects to wealth, which we just talked about. It connects to family because it's the center. So it has this unifying ability. So activating, decluttering, you know, I think, I don't know what you mentioned. I think it like hanging a feng shui crystal from the center of your home or your bedroom is really a great, like if you didn't want to do anything else and you found this just to be too much, that in itself is the best, is really the best area to focus on and a very simple way to do it. Yes. So we hope all of you are excited about learning about the Bagua and this week, maybe what you can do is take a look at your home, see what's happening in that area of your bedroom. Take a look at the Mindful Design School webpage and maybe the show notes and you can see the Feng Shui Bagua map. And, you know, we'd love to be able to like give you a download via podcast, but it's not part of the native (laughs) possibilities for podcasts, but we're doing our best here. And we encourage you to make one change in one area this week. And if you're curious more about feng shui, we definitely recommend maybe you treat yourself to a consultation with one of our consultants at some point. And that's a nice little holiday gift for yourself, but we really encourage you to make one change in just one area this week. Anything else? No, that sounds good. And next week we'll keep going. We'll continue through the Bagua. Yes. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others subscribe, please leave a review and you can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living and definitely subscribe, leave a review and make one change in one area if you can this week. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.